Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I totally forget all the time to check in for a flight. You do. Absolutely. And I've got things that I'm doing, like sleeping. It doesn't hurt my feelings to be in the last I have a (laughs) flight that I have to check in for. I have two alarms. He forgot to invest in his 401k for 11 years, but he'll check into that flight. Dave and Mahoney. Is there anything you would tattoo on your face ever? I hate face tattoos. You've got a neck tat, man. What do you mean you hate face tattoos? If I needed to go to a classy event, I could put a turtleneck on. Hide that thing. (laughs) You can't show up to a classy event in a turtleneck. Yeah, you can. Turtlenecks are hot. Don't you show up in a turtleneck. Did Winnie the Pooh in it with just a turtleneck on? (laughs) Dave and Mahoney. If you had a robot that could do one household chore for you, which would it be? I feel like for Mahoney, it would just be following him around and singing Christmas music. (laughs) (laughs) Delighting you. A robot that just delights you. Uh, I think those are called real sex tales. (laughs) And cleaning the toilets. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yep, nothing to worry about here. Just mysterious tar balls washing up on a beach in New Jersey. This has been happening for years. Yeah, you know, it has, and I didn't really know that until I read this article. I was like, this is just a thing that happens. Yeah, tar like, just balls and just rolls up on the beach and we're like, all right, whatever. So I guess this can come from like an oil spill of some kind and then... America! As- Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nothing is more American than an oil spell. Hey, <laughs> Exxon Valdez was not American. Its home of port was not America. So they actually a uh, flyover investigation to try to detect any oil on the water surface. But uh, people have been rather confused because these tar balls, I guess, can be different sizes. They can be you know, like the size of a baseball or the size of a grapefruit or even like the size of a basketball or beach ball. Yuck. Which is, uh, yeah, pretty disgusting. Isn't that what we use the ducks for, specifically to go out and get the oil on their feathers so then we can then back, bring them back and put Dawn on them? Put Dawn on them, yeah. So just send yeah. the ducks. Yeah, just throw a whole bunch of ducks into the uh, into the ocean right there, and hopefully everything will be okay. That's a great idea, Audrey. I think so, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm just here for the logistical purposes of trying to figure out how we clean the ocean. So and that's I ducks. I don't know cool. if this will help, but let's just throw some turtles in there, too. Dude, yeah. just have them snort it all with uh, straws. Turtles and straws. Do we in. have, a like, a Dawn assault team that we could deploy there, like FEMA <laughs> yes. or something? Something, you know, but they just have Dawn and they spray it on all the ducks and turtles. The turtles don't even, turtles turtles aren't even covered in oil. They're still spraying Dawn on them. Yep. Some, uh, some good news today as well. Mahoney, all of your fast-paced walking is finally paying off, it looks like. Uh, tell me more, Dave. Well, a study by the British Journal of Sports Medicine That's right. uh, found that walking at least 2.5 miles per hour significantly lowers the risk of type 2 diabetes. So, well, so who walks slower than 2.5 miles per hour? That, that would be a pretty slow pace, I mean, that's right? A, that's a real slow pace. I mean, yeah. that's like you're, you're, like you're walking like you got bubblegum on the bottom of your three shoes. Three miles an hour is a slow pace. Yeah. I walk three. Don't you shave you three years? You walk more than three. You're telling me you I walk a 20 minute. Legs, Mahoney. Don't you, you walk three a 20 me? minute mile? <laughs> it takes you 20 minutes to walk a mile. That's three miles an hour. If I'm just wanted to leisurely walk, I'm going three to three point five. You're you probably going three and a half legs. To I got be American walking. girl doll legs, man. No, These you things. do not. You're like she's trying to act like she's like a weeble wobble over here, man. Come on, you're dude, you're you walk, normal you're, legs. You're doing you're probably 15 to 17 minute miles, which is at least three and a half miles per hour. Yeah, oh, if I want to walk real swift. Well, you have to, otherwise you get the diabetes. Well, this, luckily, <laughs> according to this study, uh, two and a half per, or two and a half miles per hour is the, is the threshold, and that's considered fast. There's nothing so. worse than so walking behind like, somebody who's slow. We are like the Usain Bolt of walking. walking. 
So there we uh, go. They say brisk walking three to four miles per hour, which okay. I, you know, four miles per hour is a little more. That's brisk my. That's of my. Pace. That's my. Four miles an hour is is, is, is fifteen. It's a fifteen minute mile. Yep. It's brisk. Uh, that was associated with a twenty four percent lower risk in speeds over four miles per hour. A thirty nine percent reduced. I'm gonna live risk. forever. You sure are. The picture of health. That's Jason right. Mahoney, as we always say. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you were joking earlier about how you have abnormally short legs. American Girl doll legs. You feel like that that's really the case? You, you don't think it's just your abnormally long neck that's throwing off? I the... think that I've got a little bit of longer torso and a longer neck, and yeah. I do have shorter legs in comparison to the rest. So, yeah, I got a little stompers. So stumpy stompers. The reason why I bring that back up, because I don't know if you wanted me to or not, but whatever. Uh, there, there was a, a thief in uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida, hmm. and uh, they say that he had a very unique wobble to him. Uh, he, he also had very <laughs> short legs, okay. and he did look like a bit of a weeble wobble himself. Okay, uh, but this this man who you know was very fairly distinctive and easy to recognize because he had a very unique look to him tried to hide in the store, and he did successfully until after they closed, and then he stole. $18,000 worth of merchandise. That's a lot of merchandise, And if you Dave. think, okay, what kind of store was this? Was this the sort of place that had like a whole bunch of jewelry and everything else? No, it's an antique shop. So $18,000 worth of antiques. This dude hit out at an antique shop and they couldn't yeah. find him? Uh, well, it, they... they <laughs> Were the people running the antique shop 100 years old? They did catch the entire thing on surveillance. So sure, really but like there was a this. weebling ass wobbling dude just hiding behind a grandfather clock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I see you, man. So he, I guess he hid. And what's really great about this, he hid in the store until they closed. The store closes. Uh, the the security detection goes off because they, you know, there's motion in the store. And so they're able to figure out that somebody's in there. Uh-huh. But he has no idea that he is being recorded the entire time. So this dude is slithering around on the floor, crawling all over the place, thinking that he is getting away with this masterful crime, robbing this place blind. And then they were just waiting for him when he came out. He had eighteen thousand uh, dollars, sterling silver pieces, vintage fountain pens, other collectibles. But like, where are you going to steal these? You're going to go for like one antique shop, or where are you going to sell these to another, another antique, antique shop? shop? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what a dork. Yeah, nerd. They say he's a uh, he's a uh, you know a gentleman somewhere between fifty five and sixty five years old. He's about what a six... swing. Yeah, I know, I know. The ten, ten year difference, uh, but heavy build, bow legged, and notably had a very distinctive I waddle about him. Would in my life if somebody put that in the way the, <laughs> in a descriptor of me possibly like a 10-year swing of age bow-legged and chubby are you kidding me tan cargo pants this is david mahoney got a comment complaint or opinion for david mahoney call 833 yo dummy please record your message this is the voicemail So this is about the new Disney movie you guys were talking about. Um, I agree, it definitely wasn't advertised enough. I was binge-watching a show, The Grim, on the CW app, and that is the only place I saw it advertised. On, like, almost every commercial they make you watch, I saw it, but nowhere else. I mean, I agree, it looks great, but I haven't seen it, and I don't know how many people know it's actually out there. Um, okay, have a great day. Bye. Message I did not know that the CW had their own app. I believe, and I'm not sure, but I believe that we have made just had an exclusive voicemail, 833-YO-DUMMY, from the only person that binge watches shows on the CW well, app. Well, no, there's, I'm looking at the CW's website. And there's great shows on here. 90210, the reboot's on there. Okay. F-Boy F- Island. 
Oh, well, uh, color me corrected. Shrek the Halls. Oh, yes. Is on there as also, well. The Grimm has Shrek great ratings, 80% or 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and almost an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. So I'd never even heard of the Grimm, but that actually, I'm not going to watch uh, The Wish, but I might start watching the Grimm. <laughs> this girl. Whose line is it anyway is also on uh, the CW? After uh, Wayne Brady just slapped somebody. Well, I mean, if Wayne Brady's going to have to choke a bitch, you know. <laughs> I know. You know, we you, you weren't you weren't on the Life show. Life imitates but, art. But we had Wayne Brady on the show, and he was one of our best guests ever. The nicest dude. I'm very, sure. very funny. But he was also His life is improv. I'm sure he was great. But he was also jacked. Like, I mean, like surprisingly, like, I was like, damn, this dude is fit. If Wayne Brady came in not jacked, I would be upset. Would you? Yes, man. I mean, he just looks like he has to have like a certain amount of muscle on him. Uh, Wish, by the way, forty nine percent fresh according to the critics, but audience gave it eighty one percent fresh. So for the Wish, for Wish, yeah, new Disney movie. I'll tell you what. One of my things about the Marvel movies and the Disney movies that, like, I don't know if this is anybody else feels this way. That I don't. If it's if it's a movie that's like, yeah, you know, I used to maybe would go see that, but now that I know it's going to be on like Disney Plus streaming in like two or three months yeah. after the theatrical release, I'm just like, I'll just watch it on Disney Plus, and because I'm already paying for it. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. What's a hobby you've always wanted to pick up but never did? Message deleted. Consistently working out. Yeah. Enjoying physical <laughs> exercise. Um, I'll say this, because there's not a hobby that I wanted to pick up that I didn't. I did pick up the hobby that I always wanted to about a decade ago, and it was photography, and I love it. But I'll tell you this much. If you if you want to have money, don't pick up photography what unless you, you want to become a photographer. Your all-in number is. Like, how much do you think at this point you've spent all-in on all of the equipment that you've that you've purchased. I probably about a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no, not that. for all the lighting. Does that not count? No, well, we're not counting the light. We're oh, just well, talking. That's for the that's for the cameras. Fifty thousand. <laughs> probably, probably fifty G's. Probably fifty yeah. grand. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're talking a luxury SUV. For your over, backdrops, for your lights years, at the yeah. house. Yeah. I mean, oh, so these lights that we have uh, in the KSLX studio, which look great, you can see them on our Instagram at David Mahoney. It's the blue and purple things that are in the background of all of our videos. But, I mean, you really don't count that as something that would be added towards your, your camera That's equipment. not. A, that, see, I don't consider that a hobby. That's This is work. But that's, <laughs> we're, 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 we're splitting we're hairs. Splitting hairs. So let's so say that income you, is coming in on that? Yeah, so you spent $50,000 on all the equipment. How much have you made off the photography so far? Probably, like, $2,500. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, it's nice. a slow build business. <laughs> slow build. No. It's LLC. It's fine. Oh, my God. You know when you're getting old. And you leave a uh, feedback on the fast food restaurant receipt that Hell they yeah. give you. Hell yeah. So I had a horrible exchange at Burger King when uh, this will be the last time I ever go to this place because they always suck. Where I literally filled out that survey and said, I almost wish your workers would have spit in my burger. So I had some moisture or some damn flavor in that burger. <laughs> this was horrible. You guys suck. And as a manager, I used to have to read those back in the day. So uh, hopefully they get a kick out of it and some feedback. But, oh, my God, I'm starting to do that now. I don't even want the damn free Whopper they're offering me. Hell no. Message yeah, you know, like, that's the thing. When you are so fed up that you were actually leaving a review, I don't, like, I write mine in the way that I try not to be angry. I just want them to hurt. 
and I want them to feel bad. Oh my God, that's Mahoney. like, like, like it's ow. a Burger King. Wow. It's a Burger Dude, King. I, I, I hope would, you also leave positive okay. reviews. Do you leave good reviews too? No, of I course do. She doesn't. I do. Of course she does. I 100%. Everybody only only ever leaves no, bad I, reviews. I, I, if Never I get good ones. excellent service, I will 100% leave an excellent review because I did I not tell you yesterday about that Carl's Jr. Yeah, you near my house. I said me. people are sleeping on Carl's Jr. This one is banging. Okay, but wait. So let's just for one second back up here. When you say that you leave a review that you want to hurt their feelings with, like how I, I can imagine you writing it something like the burger was subpar, but that young lady that handed it to me, well, she's not very attractive, and she's clearly not going anywhere in life. Her skill set seems low, and frankly, her breath was bad. Like, what do you? What else would you do? Well, I judge, so I, I remove the profanity. May all your children and grandchildren only be. French fry fryers. So, I, I, I left, May I curse you I with the French fry fryer curse? Bad case of the gout. I, and it hurts them to stand there and French those fries. <laughs> Dave, Dave and, and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. You know, maybe this is a sign of just oversaturation of content, but I didn't even know that Forrest Whitaker had a show out there called Godfather of Harlem that is now going into its fourth season. And MGM Plus announced that they have renewed the Godfather of Harlem. And then I went, wait, what's MGM Plus? <laughs> yeah, what is MGM Plus? I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's too many services. There's too many services. There's too many apps. There's just too much content out there. Because I really like Forrest Whitaker. I think yeah, he's, he's a, a tremendous actor. actor. And the fact that you know any show is going into its fourth season, it's probably quite good. You would think so. So there's a good show out there on some app that you've also probably never heard I, of. Man, I can't. I can't add any more apps. To I, my my phone's full. I'm I'm at critical mass where I know that it's gotten ridiculous. Where I've got every app out there. And I still sit on the couch and go, there's nothing to watch. There's nothing to watch. Because yeah. it's it's literally overconsumption. You have so many things to choose from that you can't choose. It, it's They're actually doing studies on that where you just, like, give up. And I feel, like, for me, it's very daunting to have to try to find a new show that I don't know is great. You know, like, there's the... And put the time and effort and energy into well, it. And especially if, like, I'm the one that recommends it. I go, hey, babe, this is the show we should watch. Because there's nothing worse. And we all know that feeling where you're sitting there on the couch and you kind of like look at each other and you're like this is not this sucks. it I wonder or if she thinks this sucks. even worse yeah. finding a show that you love and then it gets canceled after the first or second season yeah. oh, that's how I felt about House of Cards obviously Kevin Spacey had a lot to do with that but I mean I, I was like it's so invested all the way in and I didn't even touch the last season because of it and it was Same such either. a great show yep, yep. You know, I felt the way same way about Ted Lasso. I hate to say it because I love Ted Lasso so much, but that it just fell off so much. I didn't even finish Ted Lasso. Really? It, still it like, gets better at the end. I know, but there's still like but two episodes first, left. But, the but I don't want to have to say about that about a show. Whenever there are so many great things out there, like, I mean, the show's the top of mind. Everybody loves whatever they watch it. It's Breaking Bad, right? Like, yeah. start to finish... Six seasons of perfection. There's not enough and of that out there. Let's not forget the uh, the the follow up to that. Better Call Saul. I think Better Call Saul was actually better. It may have been better. It I could agree been, with uh, that. So uh, we're the wrong kind of DJs, guys. Uh, Zed, who is one of those wicked DJs, not like the people who sit here and just talk on we, the radio. We don't we don't spend records. Wicka, wicka. I don't even know who Wooka Wooka is. He, no, uh, he he's more whatever. of a producer. He's more than wicked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're doing this instead you know of that. I mean? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I know what he mean. just uh, he just sold his home in um in. Uh, Encino, and he dropped $18.4 million on it. Excuse me, he didn't just sell it, he just bought a new house in there, and it's the highest of the year, $18.4 million. In Encino? We could, we could, guy. Remember that movie with 
Brendan Fraser and Pauly Shore, Encino Man. Encino Man. How could I that. forget? That's all I know about Encino. <laughs> Uh, this uh, this follows the uh, the sale of his Beverly Hills home for eighteen and a half million dollars earlier this year. Initially listed under twenty three million dollars, but yeah, you're talking about these twenty million dollar estates for being an EDM guy. He's only thirty four, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you were wondering how old he is. NFL ratings do gangbusters over Thanksgiving. That's not a big surprise, but the NFL saw record breaking viewership during the Thanksgiving week, with three games surpassing thirty million wow. viewers. Three different games. So the Monday night football matchup, which was between, you know, the the Super Bowl contenders in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, 29 million viewers there. Thanksgiving games, though, particularly the Packers and the Lions and the Cowboys and Commanders, drew massive 33.7 and 41.76 million viewers, respectively. I mean, that's that, that week is like the Super Bowl. I Isn't mean, it? when you add all those games together, that's a ma- – I mean, you don't see ratings like that for anything anymore the, the you know that's why you know you see all these uh big companies who want to get into the world of sports and uh there's nothing why. else like it so yep. e- even the uh michigan and ohio state game that did nine over 19 million viewers i watched it yeah and what's wild is that prime videos inaugural it's never happened for black friday game you know the miami dolphins and the jets yeah of all teams Nearly 10 million viewers, and that's streaming. Wow. No wow. regular TV. 9.61 million viewers for that. Unbelievable. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I'm at a critical impasse, Mahoney and Audrey, and I feel like I need your guys' help and advice uh, because Thanksgiving has come and gone. And this Thanksgiving, I was once again put in charge of cooking the turkey and decided that I was going to deep fry the turkey again. There's nothing better than a deep fried turkey. And, and you've been pretty proud of that, Dave. You've yeah. done a pretty good and this successful is job over your the years. Third deep fried turkey. Yeah, so, two of them successful. Well, no, one of them successful. What was this last year? Well, so was this, this last one not successful. So, uh, how are you still in charge of the turkey if you're batting one for three? Oh my God, would you? I stop? mean, those are Hall of Fame numbers if you're playing baseball. That's right. <laughs> To be uh, fair, yeah. Okay, I'm the Tony Gwynn of cooking turkeys over you here. You got okay? one. You had what was it? Okay, so what was the order? Okay, bad, so, good, bad. So no, the first one was was very good, and that's when I that's when I felt like I had found my new way of cooking turkeys mm-hmm. because me doing the whole traditional thing uh, it's, uh, takes it's too, too long. It's too committed. Yeah, it takes too long for sure. That is, you're right. That is a commitment. Deep frying a turkey, you can get it done in about an hour. You know, mm. about depending okay. on how big the bird is. Right. Uh, but so the first one was fantastic, and I was so proud of it, and it was great. And then the following year, I got put in charge of cooking the turkey again. But we went up to Seattle to see my wife's family that lives up there, and her brother had one of those infrared deep fryers for the turkey. Tanning bed turkey. It was for it was basically exactly a tanning bed for a turkey. And you would know that, being somebody who has worked in tanning beds, uh, not great for cooking all the way through. No. Yeah. It's just you just get the uh, the burnt skin, really. It comes and, out looking like that uh, episode of Seinfeld when Kramer turns into the turkey. Yeah, exactly. And that was my problem, is that the infrared deep fried turkey looked great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awful. Okay. Un- inedible. Just like dry as hell? No. It, like undercooked. Ooh. Just like because gooey. It, it, it overcooks the top layer, yep. and then on the inside, it doesn't even get warm enough. Gooey should never be a, a word used to describe meats. turkey. Meats in general, man. Yeah, you don't want gooey meats. So, so the second time you cook the turkey. Okay, guys. <laughs> I was talking about Spam. Uh-huh. So, so the second year the, was a flop, but not your fault. Not it's my the, fault. It was the tanning bed. I had a, I had a legitimate excuse. Okay, and then the third year. The third year was this year. 
And so I, th I thought, well, no problem. I've got control again. We're going to actually deep fry it in oil the whole bit, made mm -hmm. sure it was properly prepared. It was not good. It came out dry. Did you I not? I followed all of the instructions to a T. I was checking the temperature. Of the oil and of the, the oil bird? and the bird. What did you cook the bird to? Uh, 170. Oh, that's way overdone. That's so what it said. To, that's so what the instructions said. No, so no, you no, have to no. take it out and let it continue take, to cook take, take on it out the one, tabletop. Take it out at 150. Because it's going to continue to cook yeah. all the way up to 170. And even then, 170, you don't have to get it to 170. 165. Okay. All That's right. why. That's because it probably was, when you're eating it, it's probably like 185. That's yeah. some dry ass turkey. See, that's what they don't tell you about cooking is you gotta rest your meats because they continue to cook and they they really don't tell you that. That's just something so, you have to learn. I feel like you, you should learn that in your teenage years. Like you gotta give taxes it a, you gotta and let resting your meat. Gotta let rest. You gotta let the meat rest. <laughs> you gotta let your meat rest because <laughs> yeah. it's when you when you take it out, it's not all the, it's not done. So you here's know? to take it out at 157. By the way, 157 that's is what they advise, to take it out at? and it should have an internal temperature of 170 to 175. By the that's, time, by the time, by the time. Take it out at 157. Huh. Because that just the, shows you how long we, you got to let that meat rest. Because the juices, they have to kind of, they get into the, yes, redistribute, hour. and they get the, the meat more moist. But it was it 170 sits. for the, the, the part where that was the hottest. It was like 160, I think, in the, the breast or whatever it was. Anyway, I, I followed the instructions, I thought, perfectly. But here's the, the question that I have for you guys, and the dilemma I'm having is, do I try to redeem myself with a Christmas turkey. Yes, because we just bestowed some meat knowledge on you because yes. you were meat lacking. Uh -huh. So it Did you say you, I'm meat lacking? You were meat lacking. Okay. You're slacking on the meats. Kind of expect lacking that from, slacking. From, from, from the wife, not from the coworkers. So but yeah, okay, you were lacking on the meats, uh -huh. on the juicy meats. Yeah. And I think that now that Mahoney, myself, and Chris have taught you to pull the meat out at, what did you say, Chris? 157. 157. 157. 150. 150. 150. It 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 157. They say you have to go to 170. Who cares if you get a little, little, a little salmonella? That's I'd, fine. I'd much rather yeah, have yeah. a juicy ass turkey. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> more flavor. Yeah. I lost one of my kids, but boy, was that bird good. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833 Yo Dummy. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yes, once again. I have to reach for the radio channel and change as fast as I can because uh, you people are going on and on and on about your French fry experiences. Who cares? Play some music. Shut up. Yes, precious. Yes. Message to read. What did he say at the I, end there? I missed it. Let me roll it back, see if I can figure it out. But I just love that this guy calls in and he gets so angry and he does hoot and holler at us, but he knows the number. 833-YO-DUMMY. Calling that voicemail, listening every day, still hating. That's fine. Bro, I love hate listening. As soon as we're done talking... A hit's coming. Yeah, every time. Every Play time. Play some music. Shut up. Yes, precious. Yes. That's how, that's how, that's how, that's how. Talking about yourselves? Yes, precious. Yes. Message deleted. Just tell nothing. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, I I also uh, inaudibly ramble whenever I'm angry. I just start making noises. I think that's actually probably when I'm at my angriest, whenever I can't formulate a sentence and I just start going. <laughs> I'm with you, Audrey. The, uh, the hate listening, though, I appreciate that. And I really appreciate people that force other people to listen to this against their will. And maybe that's the case. Maybe this Children guy's, in the car. No, maybe this guy's like on the city bus and like they won't change it. And he's just like still under the back. Here for it. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could be a part of any TV show or movie universe, which would it be? I could see Dave being a, a side character on Ted Lasso. <laughs> Message deleted. Side character, not even the main character. How does that make you? A does side that character hurt? on Ted Lasso. Like if you said I was like John Hamm from Mad Men, I'd be like, hell yeah. No, I'm just like, 
an assistant Tertiary. soccer coach, <laughs> Ted Lasso. Dang. Man, but what would you think that you would be a part of, Dave? If you I just were, told you, John Hamm, Madman, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I thought that that was like, you know, what you were hoping to be perceived as. That's how you perceive yourself? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would love to have been working in like the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> just getting drunk and just not even working? Oh, yeah. In yeah. the ad business? Yeah, they're like, you're tall and, you know, sort of handsome. Here's all the money. And white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please leave a message after the tone. Dave and Mahoney. If y'all are carrying around extra underwear in your car, where the jumper cables are, you should probably lay off the McDonald's and Taco Bell and all the sauces that come along with it. All right, y'all have a great day. Bye. Message deleted. 99% of the reason why we go to fast food places is because of the sauces. The, the sweet and sour sauce, the nugget sauce at McDonald's, the hot sauce at Taco Bell, and the cane sauce at Cane's. It, it, it may be a stretch to consider this a sauce, but the sauce that is on a Big Mac is what makes it incredible. Big like, Mac sauce. Yeah. I mean, the sauces, I actually, so I went to Carl's Jr. the other day. Tell him, preach it. That's the good word about I, Carl's Jr., Mahoney. You texted me and I was giggling so I got, hard. I got their chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. They're they so good. Dude, they were so good, but I had some leftover McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. I combined those two. Oh, oh it was, what a fast food explosion oh, in the, it, it in was the palate. Kissing cousins over there. <laughs> it was it was a it, it was a, a forbidden romance. I'm yeah. sure. That uh, culminated inside of my belly. It was the Montagues and Capulets on your tongue. That's right. But don't you shame us for having trunk undies. We're just prepared. Yeah, man. Like, things happen. Like, we, also, we I don't ourselves. have a gallbladder. Yeah. Like, that's Dave destroyed my gallbladder Save in a street life. fight in Save 2007. Your life. Is it fair to assume that if I'm ever told by a person if they have a gallbladder or not, that they are just crapping their pants all the time? You have. So, here's the thing. I actually, again, uh, need to go to a, uh, like, a gastroenterologist. There's apparently ways that you can prevent that, but... The, what the gallbladder does that most people don't know, it uh, regulates bile. There's ways that you can prevent that, but I choose not to. Well, I didn't I know. I just prefer car Dude, they just sent me home. <laughs> My wife is the, the one who's like research. She's like, why Why have you never looked into this? I'm like, ah, just, I just live with it. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind, except for every time I crap my pants. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So maybe this is the point in life, Mahoney, where I become like a grumpy old man and I'm like, this, this never would have happened back in my day. I can't believe that they're even suggesting such a thing. I mean, I feel like as we get older, we're allowed to be grumpier, though. Are we? I'm, I'm sure. Because, you know, because back in our day, it was different. It was different. The good <laughs> old days. The good yeah. Old days. Of the 80s and 90s. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> When people used to drink and drive and get away with it. Like, that was, those were the good Dude, old days. our dads had it made. Yeah, they were, those lucky bastards. Yeah, we were sitting on their lap without a seatbelt while they had a beer can and they were teaching us how to drive. They were driving with their knee, man. <laughs> Some cars didn't even have seatbelts. Well, this is a car-related thing, and this is definitely something that is a long swing from what we're talking about, which was the good old days of just getting in your rusty bucket of bolts and just mm-hmm. seeing what happened. To be fair, you did have to buy a new car every every 12 months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they, they were horrible. Uh, NTBS uh, recommends technology to prevent speeding in new in new cars after a Las Vegas crash. Uh, the second such recommendation in six years, but there's different challenges that have come up with people going, hey, how do we stop people from going at incredible rates of speed? Because, you know, there's people who blow through red, red lights at, you know, 130 miles an hour and, you know, run into families and stuff like that. Is there any way to prevent that from happening? And so one of the ways that they thought of stopping this from happening is by putting 
regulators on all vehicles that would cap your speed limit. I hate this idea. Depending on where you are. See, I mean, I know that we hate this, but why don't we have something that senses and has a sensory for stoplights? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or like lights in general. Well, I like, mean, there's some there's some cars that do. You know, I mean, some of the Teslas have the ability to read whether or not you've got a green or a red light, and that that technology is coming along. I, you know, I like the sentiment because again, nobody wants to. You know, the automobile accidents are tragedies. Yeah, horrible. But I think it get, we get into a real slippery slope because who controls this? You know, giving remote access, this sort of thing. I, it, it just. It's it's much like you know how many Americans feel about guns. That's how I feel about my car. I'm well, not ever going to do the uh, self driving cars, and I'm never going to buy a car that has a governor. But that's just so it. funny to me because you're also you're also willingly giving your data to your current um, insurance provider. And I, but I've given up on that. Like oh, you did. I'm, I'm switching my insurance company out. Like the only okay. reason I did that is because I bought a new car and I, it was for a business and I need a business insurance for it. I know I'm not going with them on the next policy renewal, so I'm driving. I was, I'm, I'm driving that thing like a bat out of hell. I so was, I didn't know this. It's actually it. safer for me to drive faster. I will tell you this: with when you okay. had when I had the thing monitoring, you know, when I cared about like it monitoring my speed and stuff like that. And that's there's a, I think there's also a difference between monitoring and all and or regulating regulating. Like, yeah. I think those are two. They're similar but different things. Driving like one feels like making law. sure that I couldn't go over <laughs> eighty, otherwise I would get a worse score. Made me a worse driver than being able to go over that because the way like driving to work at four a.m. on the freeways, you know everybody's going fast as hell, and if you're you're you're, you're set to that like governed at eighty miles an hour, it just it, it, you become a bigger. Uh, hazard for me, at least, as a driver. So, but if everybody is under this regulation, though, maybe then there you wouldn't have yeah. to be worrying about your little safety. Amer- America's not going to again, much you like our guns, guns. You're not. You're not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to take my, speedy. my vehicle, boy. Yeah, no. like, yeah. What do you mean? I'll, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, it's, I, I didn't know this until the last uh, Lyft ride that I was in. Did you know that Lyft and Uber also monitor like the way that their drivers yes. drive? I, did, yes. I didn't know that, but I mean, in that case, you're like, okay, you've got other people in the car like that yeah. that kind of makes sense but yeah i'm with you mahoney like don't sit here and if, if i want to speed i'm gonna speed and then if i get busted for it because I'll deal with it. again too like let's say let's we we decide that like 85 or 90 miles an hour is what we're gonna do and then you go drive out in the middle of the desert yeah you know where there's nobody or you go to montana or i decide to take my car over to the autobahn in germany mm, yes yeah, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> ship your car you ship the old avalon over there maybe Dave and Ed Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, I love how bold some people are with their lies when they get busted. This guy, just to give you a visual here, he's 46 years old. His name is Caleb Anthony Phillips. He looks a bit like uh, Tom Segura, doesn't he? Uh, if Tom see Segura that? had done some, made some poor life choices, for yeah. sure. Let yeah. me see that man. Yeah. A little bit like Tom Segura. There you go. I mean, but like to be fair, like every kind of like <laughs> yeah, I guess. thicker dude with a beard and bald head kind of looks kinda alike. Looks like Tom Segura. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So this guy, uh, he uh, forty six years old, was arrested for a pending DUI case after failing to appear in court during the processing uh, of changing into his jail attire. A corrections officer found a plastic container under his underwear containing what, what this man said. Oh, it's just Abdul. He's got leftovers. I keep my Advil in a plastic container in, in my underwear. In your underwear, yeah. Okay, that's a plastic container. I mean, I know I've known some people who keep uh, aspirin in a 
like a Altoid stand in their bra. I feel like this is what? a... Uh, kinda, that is the trashiest thing I've ever heard. We're not going to skip over that. Yeah, you, know you know somebody right. who puts aspirin in an Altoid can in their boob? Not in. <laughs> it was, uh, I feel like more if on top. On top. On top. That's yeah. pretty trashy. Does it jangle around like actual Altoids? Well, when, you need, when you need aspirin, man, then like go this. go to your purse. She well, sounds like a, a maraca like, when she's walking towards you. <laughs> Because no, it's completely full of aspirin. It was nope. completely full of aspirin. <laughs> and so it didn't move around, Dave. So I okay, imagine well, I Audrey. I can see that, like, if you're, like, at a concert one, or not something. one single aspirin I in an Altoid stand. Maybe if you put it underneath your boob, like you would, you know, medicine under your tongue, it would just be, like, slow, slow melt and then go into your stream that way. So this fella, he uh, he had the plastic container. And when I imagine that they're calling a plastic container, I think this is probably, and I don't know this for sure, I'm just guessing, uh, is the plastic exterior of a cigarette pack. That's what this feels like to me. A plastic container? See, I'm just thinking Tupperware. Tupperware, like a whole <laughs> piece of Tupperware. Uh, he said it was Advil in there. Not Advil, turns out it was meth. Mm. And then he said, wait a minute. Oh, that's meth? That's not mine. I don't know how it got in my underwear. <laughs> That's Again, not my mind. That's my double, cousin's. Double down. Another reason why... Uh, not committing, not going all the way, not putting in the work. How do you just hit this in your butt like any good drug addict would do? Maybe right. it fell out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was there. Then and he's like, oh, that's some, a surprise. What do you, what do you, what's the, what's the, the, the back door version of Kegels? Is there, what do we call the Beagles. Beagles. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Look, if the holidays aren't going perfect for you so far, just know that you are not alone. I also overcooked the uh, the turkey. I'm not proud of it, but I have to own it, and I'm going to try to make another one for, for Christmas. But at least it wasn't burnt. It, it was just burnt. dry. It, it was, was just, edible. Yeah, it was and edible. You need to do a trial turkey, Dave. And I did have a friend that was over at the uh, the house. Uh, they, they had drove into town for, for the Thanksgiving break, and he was kind enough to lie to my face in front of the entire family and say, wow, this is amazing. Deep fried turkey sure is the way to go. See, but I appreciate those people because that's how, that's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. You don't ever say anything bad to the chef. I I really don't feel like that's, especially when you're in someone else's home. You would call me a chef, huh? I would never do that. (laughs) Well, you're cooking. Yeah. Did you have gravy for that turkey? Yeah, there's gravy. Did you make the gravy? And and the the wife did make a ham as well. And the ham was excellent. It's hard to mess up a ham. Oh, Oh, the ham. Ham over turkey all day. That's how you don't mess up. This one texted over to us from 602. Said, Tom here. I was asked to carve the turkey one year, and I used the electric knife. That was a mistake. Now I just watch football. Probably a good call. The electric knife scares the hell out of me, man. It it feels... Oh, I love it. You love it? Oh, my gosh. It's so easy. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do. You think I should go electric? Yeah, absolutely. Or just get a really nice knife. That's actually what you should ask for from, like, your wives for the holidays is a... Night, like going to like William Sonoma or like Sur la Table or whatever they call it, Sur la Table. I think it's actually what? Lay. What? <laughs> Sur la Table. Uh, yeah, that, but that's they have really know. nice knives. You can just go through and just slice it like butter. That's how you know that I'm a douche. Is that I'm getting targeted on social media with those ads for like the knives that look like I'm like I'm not I'm not Ragnar Lothbrook. I don't need a knife like <laughs> like this. the forged ones. <laughs> yes, I get those too. But like <laughs> the thought of you just thinking Ragnar is hilarious. You just Viking yeah. style, just hacking away at this turkey. Well, you have a machete at your house. Did you bring that out? I did not bring out the machete. You should have I should have turkey. Yeah. Nobody would have noticed it was overcooked if I was just slicing that thing up with a, uh, a katana. <laughs> Take the wine away from daddy. <laughs> Back up, kid. Yeah. Melissa said we also had a, a bit of a turkey incident. We were going to cook a 15-pound bird and bake a 20-pound turkey. Frying pot had a hole in it, resulting in one cooked turkey and five gallons of unused peanut oil. Wow. Oops. 
this is that one, peanut oil? This one coming to us from our chat. Our friend Andy said one time during a holiday, I was 19 years old the day before Christmas uh, while at a party. I accidentally left the gate open and my best friend's dog got out and went missing for two Weeks. Two oh, weeks. Felt so bad putting oh damper on the house. I mean, I hey, would never talk to you again. You lost my pet. But, I mean, hey, I the dog never came back. Talk to you again. The dog came uh, after you found, two weeks. But that two weeks. But I'm festering for two whole weeks. It's, I'm not forgiving it's you. It's kind of like the Amish back. for dogs. You know, they they have Rumspringa. He has Ruffspringa. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at eight three three yo dummy and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Trish joining us today. What's up, Trish? Hey, I just wanted to call and say hi and wish you guys happy holidays. Well, happy holidays to you as well. Have you ruined anything this holiday season already, or are you batting a 1,000? I'm actually batting a 1,000 because I'm not doing nothing for the holidays. <laughs> I like that. I like that way of thinking, Trish. That's one way to avoid overcooking the turkey is just to not cook a turkey. It's good thinking. I'm letting everybody else cook it this <laughs> year. Thanks for the call today, Trish. Appreciate the well wishes. You're welcome. Aaron on Facebook said I was supposed to be making a few vegan options for my mother-in-law for Thanksgiving dinner. Nobody, her included, confirmed that she was coming, so I didn't make anything for her. Now, here's the difficulty is that she lives with us, but she was supposed to be house-sitting over the holiday. Now she's home from that house-sitting, and I've not heard the end of it. So, but I mean, if you are the vegan person in a house full of meat eaters, I don't necessarily agree with the fact that they are going to be making a full spread specifically just for you. I've had people who have done that and it costs so much money oh, to make two meals. My uh, my friends, Joey and Ricardo, they are, they're vegans. Mm-hmm. And they were telling us, like, we did a, a Canadian Thanksgiving, like, you know, about two months ago during in, in October. And they wanted to make a vegan lasagna okay which actually was really good but it cost a hundred dollars very expensive to be vegan worth of you know like the vegan cheese the vegan the, the vegan diet everything. cheeses are like for where you can get a pound of mozzarella for like six bucks the diet and, mozzarella mm. is like 42 dollars and my wife was a vegetarian for 20 years and you know in her the way she always approached that I'm in in charge of my own food, you know? No, somebody else shouldn't be responsible for my dietary choices. Are you going to pitch in? Are you going to give me money for that? Because everybody else here, we are a host for, so I don't know. Very interesting that she would be sitting here not letting uh, letting up on her daughter-in-law. You know, I mean, Dave, as you said, we were talking about earlier how you you accidentally over-fried your deep-fried turkey. Mm -hmm. But, like, we didn't know how good we had it when we were young. We just assumed... Everything was done. And now that we are in charge of doing all the stuff, I like, why did nobody my parents taught me how to carve a turkey? Yeah, nobody, why did they do this? Yeah, who, who thought that this was a good idea to have the perfectly carved turkey? Because that is hard to do, by the way, and make that the standard. Got to have the like the little breast meat just kind of folding, folding off. Like, no, mine's all jaggedy. <laughs> Looks like it went on botched. <laughs> Edward says her hands cut it up for went you. Went down to Mexico, got a deal on a... It's a plastic surgery surgery. in a basement. (laughs) Mark said, I overcooked the ham. I undercooked the biscuits. I forgot to heat up the asparagus. So I mentioned Donald Trump 2024 so everyone would leave. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. Call or text the Dave and Mahoney show anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. That's Y-O-D... Hold on. Y-O-D-U-M-M-Y. Isn't there a B in there? 
So asking how you've already ruined the holidays, even though we're just getting into them now. This one texted over to us from Miranda in Chandler. She said, I brought my three kids over to my friend's house for Thanksgiving because they offered to cook, and we thought, well, that would be a nice break. Except for my six-year-old decided that he was going to get sick about halfway through dinner, oh, no. and that led to the dreaded chain reaction. Oh, no. Everyone <laughs> All is All three kids were throwing up, including one of my friends that made four vomiting kids oh. simultaneously. Speaking of getting sick, if there are anybody <laughs> who has kids or grandkids or maybe themselves going out um, before the holidays, because I know the day before Wednesday... The blackout Wednesday usually uh-huh. happens where you go out with friends and family and get obliterated to where you can't eat really the next day on Thanksgiving. So maybe just forewarning, don't start your own chain reaction of hungover being pukey on Christmas Day, New Year's Day. Do you um sage advice? I mean been there, done that. I don't yeah. get grossed out song, by other people vomiting though. Like, I don't, I've never understood the chain reaction vomiting. Like, maybe if somebody, like, vomited directly on my face, I would. <laughs> but, like, if you're just in, the, like, a bathroom and you're like, ooh, and then other, it, it, I don't have that sympathy uh, vomit you know? reflex. So, so, on our yeah. flight back from Seattle, or actually to Seattle, there was a guy, because um, we flew out of Las Vegas to Seattle, and there was a guy who was like, oh, yeah, I get motion sickness. And his girlfriend was sitting beside him and was like, hey, we need two bags. Can you please bring us two bags? Because oh, he was puking uncontrollably vomit because he was probably hungover flying back from Seattle from Vegas, right? And so, but the it started a chain reaction of the person who was sitting next to him to his left because he was in the middle seat. <laughs> oh, no. Vomiting everywhere. Hungover. Exactly. So this girl who was sitting next to him was puking into another bag as well. Just absolute, just chaos on the check, flight. You have to check that bag? <laughs> yes. If it's a certain It was weight, a spirit you know, yeah. flight, so yes. They, caught, they, they charge you for it? $110 for the bag. Uh, this one from Lindsay. I don't know. This kind of sounds like good news. She said, spent too much time making desserts that nobody gave a crap about because they were all too drunk to eat them. Oh. If they all pass out, all the desserts are for Dude, you. But sometimes you oh, have too many. We had too many labor. pies. Yeah. We had, we had four pies. Too many pies. And we all ate too much food that none of the pies got eaten. Literally. That is, four, that's, four whole ass pies. Did babe. you make the pie or nah, did you I buy the Costco. pie? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jeff is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Jeff, you ready to do this thing? Yes, sir. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Good luck to you. If you need a couple lifelines, you got them. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Here is song number one. It's only got 112 views in total. Good luck. I was talking with a friend of mine. Said a woman had hurt his pride. Told him that she loved him so and turned around and let him go. Then he said, you better watch your step or you're going to get hurt yourself. Someone's going to tell you lies, cut you down to size. Listen, honey, can you see? Baby, you would bury me if you were in the public eye, giving someone else a try. And you know you better watch your step, or you're going to get hurt yourself. Someone's going to tell you lies, cut you down to size. Not terrible, right? It wasn't bad. Uh, especially for, acapella. For acapella? That's better okay. than I could do. Sure. All right. So, Jeff, over to you. Do you know it? Yeah, don't do me like that, Tom Petty. Yes, sir. Well done. Boy, Jeff, let's go. Full point. Lifeline still intact. On to number two. This one is more popular. 1,400 views here. Hey, I was just a skinny lad. Never knew no good from 
we'll stop it right there. Over to you once again, Jeff. Yeah, that's uh, Fat Bottom Girl's Queen. Yes, it sir. Like, uh, it sounded like the Fat Bottom Girl was sitting on the microphone. <laughs> Maybe so, man. A little, little muffled. This is a family show, Jeff. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Here we go to number three. You're doing great. Only 10,000 views on this one. That's it. Just 10,000 views, which maybe is surprising. Here we go. High quality of recording, 10 billion views is what that deserves, but it's only 10,000, which actually Still is surprising. Seems like a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, do you know that one, Jeff? Yeah, that should be uh, O'Donna Richie Valens. Yes, sir. Killing the game. Literally, today. don't even know if I've ever heard that song in my no, entire life. Not like that. Not I would that not version. have gotten that. Yeah. All right, you are not doing like Richie Valens. You're doing great, Jeff. Lifeline's still intact. You can win it right here if you get this one. It's got 90,000 views. The most popular one of the morning. Here we go. As I take your hand and lead you to the dance floor As the music dies, something in your eyes Close to mine a silver screen and all it said I mean, just the voice of angels. That I, is the Encanto like Quartet. It sounded like the Frozen Disney version I, I, I of that song. I was thinking like Idina Mazzella or whatever. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it either. <laughs> Jeff, if you can uh, stop being overcome by emotion, we'll give you a chance to win it right here for the victory. What is it? Is that uh, Careless Whisper, George Michael? Yes, sir. Yes. God, I love that song. I really uh, do. Do I want to listen to that version and every other version? That was Encanto Quartet, Encanto though with an I though, and it's okay. got ninety thousand views. So deserve not bad. Go find it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I have some great news, guys. Britney Spears appears to be doing fantastic. You know, her new memoir came out, and things have really calmed down for her, and she seems to be back on the right path. Does she? Because every no, time I look at her, she's naked on Instagram again, dude. So I feel like. If you look at a picture of Britney Spears and you see the amount of gaps she has in her teeth, for every inch her teeth or every centimeter her teeth start to spread, I feel like she's that much more crazy. I mean, seriously, have you seen her, her the way her teeth are just, she doesn't even look like the same person. No, it's alarming. And I'm, I, I don't know if there's like certain drugs that you do that make your teeth look like they're coming apart. But I mean, she obviously had perfect teeth. Perfect. And then something, I mean, probably drug use, who knows, uh, but or just lack of brushing, whatever it is. Uh, she looks, like Audrey said, a totally different person. But, you know, it's kind of like these weird, you know, like baby talking the camera, saying good morning while topless you and, can, like, showing we, your boobs on Instagram. Which we, is have a, we have the ability as, 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 you know, it goes back to our primal days. Like, we just know when something is off. You, yeah. you don't necessarily have to explain it. You don't necessarily have to uh, be able to articulate exactly what it is. You just know that something's off. And unfortunately, we know that there is just something off here. And that is... Uh, it's sad because she is, and I would say, if we if we call Michael Jackson the, the king of pop, she's the queen of pop in my eyes, in my era. Sure. There was nobody who really came up and did what she did in the, the 90s and early 2000s. 
for as long. I mean, obviously Madonna is up there too, but she is my, was my idol. And to see her kind of become an absolute loony tune on the internet is so concerning. I'm nervous that she's going to harm herself. Well, I mean, the cops actually showed up at her house a couple of months ago. That was back in September when the cops showed up at her place because she was dancing with Knives, knives on Instagram, and then she, you know, came out and said, "Oh, these were prop knives," and everyone went, "No, they weren't." And then, no, everybody went, right. "Instant Halloween costume idea." Yeah, like, <laughs> then, there were, about? you know, the the bandages from the most likely cuts that happened yeah. the next day. It's just, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, but we know, we just know something's off, here. and we all hope that she gets better. Yes, it's just. How do you do that? You know, it's like uh, the whole thing that she's been through these last handful of years has obviously been just so damaging to her. But even before the conservatorship, right? Yeah. Like something Well, the conservatorship snapped. didn't even really help her. I think that it actually just hid this yeah. behavior from us. That could absolutely I be I think it. that she has been this way probably since and, her manic break in 2007, yeah. honestly. And you think about this too, you know, she's estranged from her kids. Yep. As well, and it's like Kevin Federline is looking like the voice of reason. Well, her kids don't even want to be around exactly. her, and well, I think that that's pretty monumental and speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, like if that's your mom acting like this on social media, like it's You're pretty. You're a 16-year-old boy. You don't want to see your mom butt naked on the internet acting like a looney tune with knives. But naked with knives? Like, yeah, like let's just chill out a little bit. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Just want to say great job. Appreciate you being here. All four of you. Can't leave Chris out. Just want to say boo-hoo to all the people that call and complain about all this talking you guys do. Well, if you guys weren't talking, they get twice as many commercials. You guys talk as much as they as we hear the commercials. So, message deleted. You know what? It's a it's a talk show. That's what we do. That's what they hired us to do. Um, we've been doing it for a long time, but we try to be respectful. You know, like we play as much music as possible. Man, we've worked at a lot of radio stations over the years, and you know, working at a station that plays literally the best music of all time. I like that he, uh, he he brought Chris into it. I mean, Chris, you don't get enough love around these parts. I don't parts. like that. You don't like that? I want to be unknown. That's you're why so you're in toxic you're relationships. Such a liar. That is why you're you so are. You just, oh, Chris, you have to be loved, man. No, I, I'm fine with that, but I, I came to this show so I could hide in your guys' shadows. That is just not true. No, it is. It's so you can eventually take, us, take it all over, just stab us in the back. And make it the Chris Jackson show. Well, I'm definitely waiting on one of you guys to kick the bucket, and then I'll slide into that position behind the microphone. He knows who that's going to (laughs) be. It's going to be the Dave and Chris show pretty soon. (laughs) We all know. Love you, brother, but uh, yeah. I still don't get my name on that. No, no, no. Can't change the handle. Hell, I'm out. Actually, no, that's actually sweet. That's like being the uh, backup QB for uh, ever and still yeah. getting paid. You just, you just get paid millions of dollars. Doesn't matter. Hold the clipboard, yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. So you guys were just talking about MacGyvering your own smoking utensils on the radio and it reminded me when my brother-in-law told, told me that him and his friends had fashioned a smoking device out of one of those four-foot-tall Margaritaville margarita glasses that you get from Vegas. <laughs> Till this day, he said it was the best device he ever made and has never made anything as great as that. I just thought it would be a fun story. We used to take those, uh, the water jugs, like the gallon jugs, and uh submerge it into water. That's gravity bong. What in the redneck ingenuity is that? That's so you could force 
more smoke directly into your lungs because yeah. you you know if your lungs weren't powerful enough to get that much smoke the pressure in there. And the cool. push in but there, yeah. Thinking about that though, thinking about those the, what they're Large called is, they're they're called yards. Yard. And so, but they flare out at the end, so mm-hmm. you can like put your whole face on there. Did you ever smoke out of a gas mask? No, yes, no. Yes. I had some friends I that would do that. I'm like, so what are you doing? Douchey, but I, it was kind of cool though. But it was so, I, I, I don't know, pandemic esque. Like very, it felt like the um, tuberculosis masks that they had back in the day, or whatever they were, that were like the people who were going through uh, to the TB buildings in those scary masks. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mahoney's looking it up right now. Take your time. I think this Play guy. doctor masks yeah, is yes, what those are yes. called. I would smoke out of one of those, too. <laughs> I feel like this guy made the right call, though. Like, if you have a three-foot-tall Margaritaville bong that you have made yourself, that's the peak of the mountain. You don't ever have to try to outdo that. Or you brought it home with you. I mean, that's what it sounds like. They went to Vegas. You, you brought an empty margarita glass <laughs> home with you and then it. turned it into a huge bong. You're like, that's worth at least 16 bucks, man. Oh, yeah. I got to check yeah. it. Yeah. I got to check yeah. it. It's, it's too big for a carry-on. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney Show. Ah! <laughs> the celebration! Dave and Mahoney. I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now that as soon as they hear me start talking about this, they're going to start rushing over to the radio station with awards for parenting. There may be some college professors that are listening that want me to come and mentor their classes on how to raise children properly. Okay. I'm kidding. I don't know if I'm just a crappy parent or what, but it happened yesterday again. I'm sitting there in my son's room, little Duke. He's three years old, three and a half now, and he's taking a little while in the bathroom. So, like, while he's getting ready... In the evening, he'll go into the bathroom, he'll go pee, he'll brush his teeth, he'll come back out, we'll get him changed into his little pajamas. I read him a story, and he goes to bed. That's just our little routine. So, I've got a question. As a person who's not a parent, Uh at what age do they just start doing that by themselves? Like, where you just let them kind of assume the fact that they are brushing their teeth and doing their nightly routine? It's different based on the kid. Okay, so every kid is different. Yeah. The girls probably right now, Duke. Duke, he's gotten pretty good at it at yeah. three and a half. You know, half, you know, when he first turned three, no chance that he was doing that. But in the last six months, he's doing that pretty well on his own. That's so crazy they are, grow like that. Yeah. We're just generally, like, much further behind yeah. in that just, regard. Because my fiance's yeah. 36, and I still have to kind of, like, make sure. <laughs> so I was just wondering. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> bribe him. I got a baba for you if you get in your jammies. <laughs> Some it's bedtime. Milkers. I'm going to bed, so you're going to bed. That's right. Oh, that is such a... Oh. And so he, 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 he was <laughs> dictator. He, he was taking a while, and I go, Duke, what are you doing? He goes, nothing, which means he's nothing. doing something. Nothing. And I walk into the bathroom. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's got a little Grover that he is dipping in and out of the toilet. Keep in mind, he's this bullying is, Grover. He's like, he's giving, what, is he waterboarding? He's Grover? waterboarding slash Tell me giving your a secrets, swirly. Grover. <laughs> Where does Oscar the Grouch live? <laughs> but he's sitting here putting him into the toilet. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, did you put anything else down there? And he went, yeah. And I'm like, what? And he's just like, mm. he wouldn't tell me. So now there's some other new mystery thing in the toilet in his room. Did you try to fish it out? No, like I looked in there and I was, you know, going to see how big it was. If I could just give it another flush, but I didn't particularly want to go after it. But I'm also not just going to stick my hand into the toilet, into that hole and just see what I find. So where does your patience level lie? Because you're a pretty patient person. And whenever I hear you talk about your children, literally there is nothing that I feel like they could do wrong. Like, I mean, truly, because you love them so much. Yeah. At what point does that stop? <laughs> like whenever you have to start paying thousands of dollars for them to come back, like do you yell at that point? Well, so the last time that he flushed my five-year-old daughter's glasses down the toilet, 
It just so happened that the toilet was actually being taken off the next day because mm-hmm. there was some work being done in that room. There is no plans to take this toilet off. Like, his bathroom is done the whole bit. Do they make, like, locking toilet seats or something like that? But see, that's going to lead there's... to another problem, and they're just going to be peeing everywhere. And, you know, yeah. Do so I lock do all the toilet do? seats? I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer to this. I, I think just... you just need to get a toilet snake, too, like one of those, like, plumber... Uh, things that have a camera on the end. Do you think I need to become basically a full-blown plumber to solve this or problem? Or do they make, like, nets? <laughs> nets? No, do you, you, do, I do not like, want a little Like a fish net? net? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine pulling yes, that thing out? It's, it would definitely be better than having thousands of dollars worth of plumbing damage. They do that for hair, those little hair catcher things that they you put in your drains. But for, for a Grover cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>